Welcome to the Mummy Trainer Podcast. In today's episode, we talk to Joanne from Little Miss Fit about mindfulness and about the importance of it, not only for adults, but for children too. So, hey everybody, welcome to another Mummy Trainer Podcast. If you are watching this on YouTube, hello. So today I am with Joanne from Little Misfit, and that is Misfit, M-I-S-F-I-T, which I think is really clever, actually. Hi, Joanne, how are you? I'm fine, thanks. How are you? I'm, I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. Not too bad. No complaints. So, Joanne, we've never met before, have we? I haven't. No. No. So I put a request out for interviewees for my podcast, and Joanne dropped me a very lovely email, and then we completely missed each other. <laughs> <laughs> for one reason or another so we've rescheduled and we're gonna get it done today it's gonna happen yeah, today. Yeah. <laughs> so to start off with joanne just tell me a little bit about yourself how you got started in the fitness industry so i got started eight years ago and um up until that point so um i left school at 16 and i got a what was then a yts job um as a travel agent and I have been in the travel agent, uh, travel industry um, for about, oh God, about 24 years. And I left two weeks ago. Wow. Um, I know. I know. So uh, eight years ago, I qualified as a fitness instructor. I'd always kind of loved fitness. And when I left school, the careers advisor did ask if that was a route that I wanted to take. And at that time, I was, I just thought, no, it's just kind of a hobby. It's like, what happens if I do it for a job and I don't enjoy it anymore? So, and I wanted to travel, so went down the travel industry route. But then, yeah, so about eight years ago, I then um, decided I would get my fitness qualification. So that's what I did. And then for a year, I taught a couple of classes whilst working full time. And then after a year, I went down to three days at my travel job. And then last December, I went down to two days. And then in the summer, I decided um, I would just take that leap of faith and take my business full time so yeah two weeks ago I left and um, so yes and now it's full time misfit wow that's like scary and admirable all at the same time I can't decide if I'm brave or crazy or a little bit of both you know what it helps to be a little bit of both you have to be crazy to be to be full-time self-employed and to work in the fitness industry because we have to be <laughs> So energized all of the time, you know, when you're you're teaching fitness. So what kinds of things do you do, Joanne, as part of your so fitness? I, yeah. So in my fitness business, um, so I do I do, do the hip style classes, but predominantly over the past couple of years, it's been more Pilates is my biggest um kind of seller that's the those are the most popular classes the Pilates um and I teach yoga to children as well so I'm a kids yoga teacher so I go into schools and I teach um that in the schools and the nurseries um and then kind of because my kind of have got that yoga and the Pilates it's a little bit of a fusion of the two of them together um and then because a lot of my women a lot of my clients are women um, obviously, uh, then uh, a few years ago, I decided to do the pre and postnatal qualifications as well. Um, so I tend to find that I get a lot of my clients, they'll come to us and then, then they fall pregnant and then I see them through the pregnancy and then after the pregnancy and then I do mum and baby and then obviously, and then I do toddlers and then so I kind of see them through the journey and that's really, that is really nice. 
So it all follows on really. It, it's yeah. relative and, and it's good. I was talking to somebody the other day and they were talking about uh, the postnatal journey, but obviously continuing throughout. It's not just after like 12 months, whatever, you know, you, you are, po- once you've had a child, you are forever postnatal really. And, and yeah. so your physiological makeup, it changes and you have to adapt exercise accordingly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then obviously, and then, you know, a lot of the time women will then go on to have a second or a third baby as well. So Mm -hmm. yeah. So they might go through that whole journey again. So the the structure of your fitness business is actually, uh, it's really good one. It's not overly complicated and, and the customer journey varies, but comes back to the same point. So like you're talking about working with mums that are pregnant and then supporting them once they've had their baby and quite rightly so you know a lot of women then do go on to have to have children and I know you just said about doing pilates and yoga with kids and I think that's great because I'm a PT so I'm recently getting asked a lot now to train children and I I, I am a kids fitness instructor I just never really used the qual you know (laughs) (laughs) but I'm I'm finding more and more people are asking about that. So how do you find working with kids and what what ages do you cover? So um, I can teach, um, so I kind of teach like mom and baby, but, and like you, I did my kids fitness qualification a few years ago and I got it and I, I went in the schools and I I did it and it, and it was fine. Um, But then I saw a qualification for children's yoga and I thought, actually really love that so I signed up to do that mm-hmm. and it though it's been it took a couple of years to kind of build it up but now it's like um I get schools coming to me to ask me to go into them and it's a big thing in the schools for mindfulness I teach preschoolers and I love that age like the three to four year olds the the, the imaginations and they're, and they're really good they're really flexible and um, like children are natural yogis, so they can easily go into positions that us adults can find it a little bit harder to go into. And um, so I work with um, preschoolers all the way up. And last year I worked with teenagers who um, actually had um, severe anxiety and depression and they'd been taken out of the mainstream school in the lead up to the GCSEs. Um, and I worked with them just on breathing exercises, just doing some yoga with them. Um, and the school was so happy with the results that they've actually asked us to go back again next year. And I really didn't know what to expect. You know, I thought I was going to walk into a room full of like Kevin and Perry's and it wasn't, that was not the case at all. Though they obviously had severe anxiety and depression, there were a group of lovely kids that had really good fun air. Um, and they did, and they just took on board what I, you know, told them. And apparently it did help them in the exams, like the breathing exercises that I taught them, a lot of them used them. So, yeah, so I teach from, well, the babies, but like if they're on their own from preschool upwards. Yeah. That's that's really interesting because I think obviously a lot of people either watching or listening to the show have children because my audience is is busy mums and I think as parents I mean I've got two children my son is is nearly five and my daughter's nearly eight and you do worry about what's going on in children's heads and you know you read statistics about anxiety levels rising in children under the age of five and and as a parent that can be mind-blowing and terrifying all at the same time so I think for for parents listening to this 
it's good because you can see that some schools are obviously taking this on board. Being in the industry, I can see that mindfulness is becoming a lot more prevalent. I work with a lot of people who have mental health issues. And I think that mindfulness can be sometimes more important than physical activity. Obviously, marrying the two is fantastic. But if you're not in the right frame of mind mentally, you're not going to want to change anything physical. I hope that made sense. That makes yeah, sense. That, yes, it does. It does. Yes, yes. Yeah, definitely it does. Yeah. So, yeah, so with, with mindfulness, with the stuff that you've done in schools, do you teach them exercises that they can they can do at home? Like you were talking yeah. about breathing? Yes, yeah. So like breathing and a lot of the, like especially my preschoolers, they'll go home. I mean, they don't fully grasp the whole thing. You've kind of got to teach it in a way that just kind of make it fun for them. Um, but they do all go home to their parents and they'll show them. And then um, and then as they get older, you can kind of then start to see you can do this at home. Like the younger ones will just, they'll just like to show off the moves. They'll just go home and they do it without realising what they're doing. Um but then as they get older, I think they do grasp. Um, and sometimes, like, I've got, like, an after-school club um, like just out in the community, and I've got, like, some five-year-olds, and sometimes I'm not entirely sure if, like, I'll be teaching them something, and I don't know that they're actually grasping it. And I'll, as I'm teaching it, I think, oh, I wonder if they actually fully understand this. But then they'll say something, like, a week or so later, and I think they did. They they understood that. Um, we do a lovely, there's a lovely, lovely book um, for, par- for you parents, um, and it's called The uh, the Ladybird's Remarkable Relaxation. Um, and it's a lovely book. Um, it's got, um, there's a dog, a dragon, um, a frog, uh, and a flamingo. And they've each got um, different things. So the flamingo's been bullied at school. Um, I think the dragon has just lost his granddad, so he's really sad. The dog is trying to do something at school, like write a story, I think, and he, but he's struggling with that. And then the frog, I think we can all identify with this male, is that he has a huge to-do list and he's feeling really overwhelmed with everything. Mm-hmm. And this baby bird just kind of teaches them a little relaxation that they can each do that helps each of them with their problems. And it's, it, those are problems that kids do face today. So... I, I teach them that and, and they'll, they'll start asking, they'll go, can we do the ladybird relaxation? And I think, oh, yeah, it must be like resonating with them. Mm. Um, that, that sounds in, incredible. So is that actually, is it like a storybook or does it teach? Yes, it's, it's a storybook. It is a storybook. So you can just buy it. It's just on Amazon. You can buy it. I can't remember who wrote it. Um, but yeah, I've just got the actual book from Amazon and it, it does, it tells the story and each, it, it tells each what the problems are. They're like four friends and they've come together uh, and it starts where they're like wandering around, they're just pacing around a tree and the ladybird asks them all individually like what's wrong so they each tell them the problems and she helps them like with this relaxation and at the end it's got the little relaxation script in and um, so I've got a little girl who comes and her mum actually messaged and she said oh you know my little girl she does worry um she, she all our kind of worries come out at bedtime she's fine during the day but on the night time when it comes to bedtime she's like a little worry little worry and she'll like all our worries will come out so I suggested this book to her mom and a couple of other little things and her mom got her the book and and she said it has helped her loads and they read it together um and it has and and she's one of the ones that will ask him to go I'm doing the ladybird relaxation. I mean, it's hard to get kids to like lie completely mm-hmm. still, but um, but yeah, but the, 
but it does it's it, it shows in a way that they can kind of identify with it that sounds great. I think what I'll do is I will find the link. And so for those of you listening that want to find out more about this book or buy this book, I will find the link on Amazon and I'll pop it in the show notes as well. So you can access it yourself. I think I might be buying that book myself, to be honest. It sounds great. Highly recommend it. Tune in to the Mummy Trainer podcast every week for interviews, reviews and a good old chin wag with someone who knows exactly what you're going through. So you touched on um, working in the travel industry prior to getting into fitness. So before you got into fitness, what do you wish you had known now this is quite an ambiguous question so it could be before you became a fitness instructor what do you wish you'd known maybe that would be easier it do you mean in terms of business or as in fitness it i think for the purpose of the audience that are listening i think fitness fitness so um one thing I wish I'd known. <laughs> That's, that is it's a really hard question, right? <laughs> it's a really tough question. Um, I guess that back then, though I'd kind of dabbled in yoga and Pilates a little bit. I've I've run since I was really little, um, and and I think I always thought of fitness more as being sort of like hot, like going all out like doing the hit stuff mm-hmm. um like all the cardio things like that so but now I kind of as I've gone on like I realize that the strength and conditioning work of the Pilates and the yoga and just slowing it down really complements the higher impact things as well so I think kind of doing the two together yeah. I think is um, rather than because I I've learned since that if you do too much high impact things it can stress the body out um, more and you're actually putting more stress on your body. Um, so whereas if you kind of do a combination of the two, um, is much kind of is probably better for you. And I guess back then as well, I mean eight years ago I think we still all kind of thought you know doing an hour of cardio um, was what you needed. Whereas now. In, in in those past few years it's kind of come where you know the hit stuff you can do it like in 30 minutes which I think for moms yeah. who are time, time poor it's just so much kind of they can get in do a workout and, and and get back out again it's it's more achievable isn't it because yeah. I mean a lot of of the guys that listen uh, to this show and also a lot of my PT clients, because my my audience is 99% busy mums, they struggle to find enough time to slot workouts in. And I think they put too much pressure on themselves mentally. So you know how easy it is to beat yourself up individually anyway. And they're thinking, oh my God, if I haven't got an hour of exercise in three times a week, um, I'm failing, you know? And I think that the fitness industry is ever evolving anyway, isn't it? And so... To be able to say to people, actually, you don't need to go out and do cardio for three hours, three times a week. You can actually do 20 minutes here, 20 minutes there. And it doesn't just have to be cardio. It can be yoga or Pilates, which will help 
with your stress levels or it can be weights. I'm, I'm a massive advocate of weightlifting. So yeah. it can be weight-based training and it doesn't have to be 45 minutes on a treadmill or a cross trainer, which in all honesty probably wouldn't benefit you as much as if you went and did 20 minutes worth of hit. And that's my opinion before I get yeah. shot down by any <laughs> professionals. <laughs> I totally agree. And I agree with the weight as well. Like lifting weights, we do a lot of like weights and the Pilates. I mean, when you're weightlifting, you probably lift heavy weights. But my girls, we tend to do lighter weights and more reps kind of mm-hmm. thing. But yeah, yeah, especially as you get older, the weights are like... Heavy. Huge benefit for strengthening your bones and things like that. Aren't they? So yeah, Def- definitely. I mean, after you've had children, anyway, your the hormones that course through your body, like your physiological makeup, is changed. And then, if you like me, I'm in my forties, so your bone density starts to decrease. So the best thing that you can do is weight bearing or resistance based exercise. And I, I think more people need to realise that, and and women need to understand that. It, weights aren't scary. If you pick up a dumbbell, you're not going to turn into a bodybuilder. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to happen. You know, it's like, it's, I think, I think it's about educating the masses, isn't it? And, it and is. teaching people Absolutely. that it's, that it's okay. And I, I would love to learn more about, about mindfulness. Um, and you know, I'm leaning towards maybe doing Pilates, but I'm like a sergeant major when I teach. And my students would be like, you'd be shouting at us to tell us to get into down with Bob. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I'm not as I think you should be a bit more shouty, I think, but yeah. I'm like, yeah, I need to find my Pilates voice, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. We'll, we'll see what the next 12 months brings. But um, so where can people find you then? What are you up to at the moment? Um, so at the moment, so I've got, um, yeah, I guess I'm just getting ready for kind of January. Um, but I can be found, I've got my Instagram is Little Miss Bitch Jojo. Um, and my Facebook page is Little Miss Fit, so it's L-I-L-M-I-S. Uh, FIT just because someone already had little misfit mm-hmm. um so I had to kind of change it up but yeah so I'm just trying at the minute I'm doing a 12 days of Christmas because as we're recording this it's, it is Christmas time so I'm doing a 12 days of Christmas workout so there's like um so each day I add an extra minute of a workout on so I think today we're up to day seven so there's seven one minute moves that they can do and it's they can just do it at home they can get the kids involved and it's just something that can squeeze in to the into the busy day and where can they find that um so that is on my facebook page nice. and on my instagram as well okay i will share both of those in the show notes so people can access them because no busy mum that's listening to this right now has a pen and paper to hand they're probably <laughs> in the kitchen or do it if there anything like me trying to clear up the mess before the kids come back from school <laughs> so thank you so much for your time joanne i really enjoyed chatting thank to you, you. Having us on the show. No, no, you are are more than welcome, and I will make sure that I definitely check out your Facebook page so I can keep up to date with what you're doing. And I wish you the best of luck for the future. And you too. And let us know if you do the Pilates course. Yeah, I will. I I need to sort my Pilates voice out first. (laughs) Thanks again, Joanne. Thanks, Mel. Bye. Make sure you tune in next time for another Mummy Trainer podcast.